you can now support me financially with a small monthly donation. If you do, I pledge to use your money to buy yarn and coffee. Follow the link in my Instagram bio or in this episode's description to learn more. Thank you and enjoy today's episode. crocheting for medical history. I am Maria, here to crochet and talk about medical history. And I don't feel like doing an intro, so let's get into it. <laughs> so in honor of Easter this past week, I thought that I would throw it back to something biblical. So today we are going to be talking about leprosy. Leprosy, also known as Hansen's disease, is a chronic infectious disease caused by mycobacterium leprae. The disease most commonly affects the skin, but also nerves and mucous membranes. Skin symptoms include discoloration, nodules, stiffness, ulcers, pain, and hair loss. Nerve symptoms include numbness, weakness, or paralysis, enlarged nerves, and blindness if the facial nerves are affected. Mucous membrane symptoms are primarily found in the nose, including stuffiness and nosebleeds. The exact origin of leprosy is unknown, but it could possibly date back as far as 1400 BC and likely started in East Africa or India. In China, the medical text Nai Ching described the condition as skin lesions, numbness, and loss of eyebrows. In India, the disease was called Kushtha. This term was used in the Vedas, written around 1400 BC, and the Manu Smriti, or Laws of Manu, which was written from 1300 to 500 BC. Leprologist Dharmen Dharmendra also holds that leprosy is described in the medical text Sushruta Samhita, written around 600 BC. Over the next couple hundred years, leprosy spread through Asia and the Middle East, and the disease was documented in Greek literature of the time. It is important to note, though, that for a long time the term leprosy was used as a catch-all term for all conditions of the skin, so ancient reports of the disease could have included vitaligo, psoriasis, etc., anything that affected the skin. Probably most notably, leprosy is mentioned extensively in the Bible. There are a few instances in the Old Testament, namely King Uzziah and a soldier of Aram, but many more in the New Testament. Jesus healed many people with leprosy, and this was one of his more famous attributes at the time. Disclaimer from the Leprosy Mission. The term leper, which is used extensively in the English translations of the Bible, is a derogatory term meant to offend people with leprosy. They request that you instead use the term person affected by leprosy, including when reading publicly in a church or Bible study. 
In Europe, through the Middle Ages, the prevalence of leprosy was greatly decreased due to the implementation of Lazar houses, basically colonies made up of people with various contagious diseases. These houses were generally due to religious orders. By the 1400s, leprosy had nearly been self-eliminated from Europe. The exact factors in this are not known, but it is theorized that the Black Death and syphilis, killing more of the susceptible population, contributed to this event. Those infected with Mycobacterium tuberculosis also gained accidental immunity to leprosy due to the infective agent's close relation. Within the past 500 years, leprosy has been reintroduced in the Western Hemisphere likely due to European slave trade from Africa. For most of history, treatment was not available to those with leprosy, and they were shunned as outcasts due to the high contagiousness of the disease. In the 1800s, though, treatment with shalmugra oil as injections began, but it was a painful procedure and did not yield reliable results. In the mid-1900s, it was discovered that sulfones were effective for removing the contagious aspect of leprosy. Isolation mandates were lifted for those with leprosy within 20 years of this discovery, but many chose to stay in their colonies due to the pain associated with the course of sulfone injections. Today, there are about 100 cases of leprosy diagnosed in the United States each year, Fortunately, though, the disease is now curable using multidrug therapy with antibiotics, dapsone, rifampicin, and clofizamine. Thank you to Public Health Reports, The Leprosy Mission International, News Medical Life Sciences, and InfezMed for the information used in today's episode. Since... I do not know anyone with leprosy. Um, there won't be an interview with a real-life sick person today. However, if you like that segment, do not fear. I am very excited to be gathering plenty of interviews for the future. And I am super excited to be talking to those people and to be sharing their thoughts and opinions with you. So... More is to come, don't worry. Crochet-wise, you may see that I am still working on this blue sweater. Um, there was a whole mess of yarn just in a knot that I could not figure out. So I was putting it off for a few days, but now I need it in like five days. So... Gotta keep going, gotta keep crocheting, gotta finish this front piece, and then work on the sleeves and get it done. But hopefully, it will be done in time for family pictures, and then I will have some really nice professional quality photos to share. So it's a win-win. If I can just get it done by then, we will see. I also... As I mentioned last week, released my first original pattern on Ribbler, and so far 42 people have it in their wish list. 
So that's pretty good, if I do say so myself. That's very exciting. I hope some people will have fun making it and share their pictures with me because it is simply so cute. Um, that is Chunky Woodland Troll on Ribbler by me, Maria Makes Makes. If you are a crocheter, you should go check that out because it's pretty cool. Um, what else? Oh, I'm also still working on the flower bucket hat. Um, I'd say it's like halfway done. I'm working on sewing together the squares still, and I just have to finish the top then and the little brim, so it's like halfway done. It's just the tedious parts, so I will get it done after this sweater is done. Probably. I have faith in myself. I can do it. I also, though, am working on my third ever commissioned product, which is super duper duper exciting. Um, I can't really talk about it much because it is a gift. It's being bought as a, for a gift, so I don't want to, like, ruin anything, so I cannot share about it yet, but I'm very excited for when I can share about it at the end of the month because... It is turning out so cute, and I'm excited to share it with you. Go follow me on Instagram, Maria Makes Makes, to check that out when it is done, and all the other things that I'm working on and have made. Um, subscribe to YouTube, Maria Hegerman at Maria Makes Makes. Um, like, comment, share with your friends. Let me know if there is anything you would like to learn. About about or if you would be willing to talk to me about your medical conditions hit me up i'm always looking for people to inspire me so stay safe stay healthy thank you for joining me and i will see you next week bye <music>